the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Move into the uh, seven o'clock hour on a hump day, middle weekday, over the hill day, closer to uh, Friday than we were on Monday. And joining us as he does each Wednesday at this time, we've got Congressman French Hill with us. And uh, Congressman, good to hear from you uh, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I was just, uh, I had talked to Boris Epson about uh, the RNC, but uh, in the first half hour of last hour and then the last few moments, I started talking about what President Trump is saying he wants to do in a second term. And, uh, you know, he's laying out his plan for the future. The Democrats didn't talk specifics during the DNC. All they talk is orange man bad. Trump must go. I mean, that's, that's basically what they what they talked about, where the RNC now is just uh, a very uplifting, a very positive message going out. I thought it was great last night with the naturalization uh, swearing in there in the White House uh, with those five people who wanted to become American citizens. I didn't realize that the oath that they take uh, sounds a whole lot like the military oath. Were you aware of that? It was, Dave. Good morning. It's one of my favorite things I've gotten to do as a member of Congress is be the speaker at a naturalization ceremony at the federal courthouse in Little Rock. Always inspirational. I share your affection for that oath. You're exactly right. And there is no more heartwarming day than to see 40 or 60 people from 20 or 30 different countries with their families receive their American flag and their copy of the Constitution for the first time. It was touching uh, last night to see it, and that is the spirit of every one of those wonderful events. Yeah, that was great. It really, really was. The RNC, uh, the the convention, virtual convention, has had a completely different tenor uh, than the DNC. And because of that, I I mean, we're seeing a bump for Trump already among independents. He leads by uh, 10 points now. Uh, I mean, he's laying out his case for his first four years, and he's now beginning to lay out his case uh, what he will do if the American people grant him another four years. It's, a, it, 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 it's really been an uplifting convention thus far, don't you think? 
Oh, I think so. It's the Republican Party that uh, I love and respect to see Tim Scott, to see Nikki Haley, to see these young rising talents like the young attorney general, Mr. Cameron from Kentucky or Mr. Jones. Uh, You know, these are people that are uh, up and coming and they're proud to support the party of Abraham Lincoln. And they're proud to support a candidate who made a list of things he wanted to do if he was lucky to win the presidency. In 16, he did it. And the theme of promises made, promises kept is an important reminder to the American people of all the things that have happened in the last four and a half years uh, to get the economy back, to get America back in a leadership position instead of a cowering position internationally, and to give return freedom and opportunity to the American people to pursue their own uh, source of happiness. And as you say, looking forward, I'm excited about the agenda of continued regulatory and tax reform, continued finally maybe tackling immigration reform, maybe tackling and finishing the job of affordable health care. All these things that President Trump still has on his agenda to do. And it's a huge contrast to the Democrats. No kidding. I mean, look, we look at the vice president Biden and what he's saying that he's going to do. He is going to do just the opposite of what President Trump has already done. And uh, because we had to stop the economy, uh, you know, shut down effectively the most the, the greatest economic recovery and engine that the world has ever seen. And uh, now he's ready to restart it again. He's talking about creating 10 million new jobs in 10 months. He's talking about a million new small businesses. And how does he want to do that? He wants to cut taxes that give people more take-home pay and keep jobs in America. What is so hard for the left to understand? Well, I, I know why they don't understand it, because they want power. But here's the key. Whatever you want more of, you tax less. Whatever you want less of, you tax more. And when you hear Vice President Biden saying that he wants to raise taxes by $4 trillion, can I say that that's going to cost us at least 2 million jobs? I mean, if, you're, if you tax people more, let's say in the oil fields, if it costs more to pull that oil out, they're going to not be able to pay more people money to go out and get the oil out if it's not profitable. Well, I think his plan would cost America a lot more than that because he's promised a single payer uh, health care in yeah. his debates, and Kamala Harris supports that. That would cost uh, millions of jobs because we're going to shut down private health insurance. He's promised to raise taxes. They're considering a wealth tax so that you would pay about 1% or 2% on your total net worth, liquid net worth, every year to fund the Green New Deal. And the Green New Deal will cost more jobs than it makes. We can't make battery storage life longer by snapping our fingers. And we're spending $600 million a year to research it now. And yet they want to go to completely renewable energy instantly and eliminate fracking. If you eliminate fracking, that's 19 million jobs in this country. So this plan of theirs doesn't hold together. It's for higher taxes, less choice, less control by the American people over their own careers, their jobs, their health care. 
Uh, and it's the wrong direction for the country. And Republicans are unified in carrying that message to November. Well, the biggest lie being perpetrated by the left is that, you know, the the uh, uh, we've got a terrible economy now because of Trump. No, we have a terrible economy. And I won't even say that it's terrible right now. The Dow broke 28,000. Uh, I'm saying we're, we're within about 800 points of being where we were before the pandemic struck. The bottom line is it was the pandemic that did it. Those scientists uh, convinced the president they needed to shut everything down. Um, if I think if you asked him directly, would he do if he was asked to do it again, would he? He would say no. So uh, but Biden is saying he's doubled down on that. He says if the scientists say close it again, we will. I mean, didn't we learn our lesson the first time, Congressman? Yeah, I mean, that's another one of Joe Biden's uh, bad ideas. But look, let's face it, he's had 47 years to uh, get it right. He's never gotten it right. This is his third attempt to run for president. It's going to be a failure, too. The guy has never had a real job signed the front of a paycheck or known what it's like to make decisions out in the private sector. Uh, And I don't take anything away from his personal story or the love for his spouse or the loss of his child. I appreciate all that. And my heart goes out to him for losing a child. There's nothing worse. But that doesn't that's not why we elect people to be president of the United States. Uh, So uh, I thought the Democratic Convention was the bland leading the bland. I thought it was grim, you know, and so I've been pleased to see the upbeat, positive, patriotic approach of the of the Republicans. Which you're, were you amazed that after that first night, I mean, the first night was, you know, was fantastic. And we get a second night and I'm thinking uh, we're going to have a little bit of a a little of a downer uh, tonight. No, they they were able to meet the bar and go above it again in the uh, second night. And tonight we get to hear the vice president and the uh, the second lady speak and others. And then Thursday night, holy cow, get ready. South Lawn, the president of the United States and his acceptance speech. That should be fun to listen to. I do think we saw a touch last night with uh, Mrs. Trump of uh, – this extraordinarily beautiful, smart, talented woman who grew up in Slovenia wanted to come to America for the opportunity of America and did that legally and became a citizen. I thought it yes. was a compelling story, and I'm reminded throughout government of the people I've met now who 25 years ago or 30 years ago were trapped behind the Iron Curtain who now uh-huh. work in freedom in America. And Melania Trump's story is no less inspirational. Well, we can talk about the people who were trapped in other areas of the world that the United States came to their aid, and now they're free people. Let's talk about the the South Vietnamese. Let's talk about the Cambodians under Pol Pot. You know, let's talk about a lot of the people who have come from the Middle East. I know we've had some bad actors, but a lot of those people just wanted to get the heck out of Dodge. I mean, there was a lady last night from Sudan that became an American citizen. I mean, those are just great, great, great stories about America. I mean, if America's so bad as all these people want to say, and uh, who would want to move here? Well, just about the whole population of the uh, of the world wants to move here if we, we just threw our borders completely open. 
Well, I was uh, brought to tears from Maxio Alvarez's speech the first night, yes. the Cuban businessman from South Florida who talked about uh, his uh, immigration from Cuba to the U.S. and Castro took over Cuba and his passionate defense for freedom in America, choice in America, the opportunity to build a business in America, the lack of government authoritarian is and his just um, it brought me to tears because every time I'm at a naturalization ceremony or meet someone who waited ten or fifteen years to legally become an American citizen, I have such admiration for him. I always ask myself, could you do it? Could you do it? Because most of Americans are the luckiest people in the world. They won the global lottery. They were yep, born they here in the greatest yes, country in the world. And I was just so moved by his speech, um, so touched by it. And I think he shares the emotions of millions of Americans, particularly in his generation, but of all generations that know how lucky they are to be here. All right, we'll come back. We'll finish up our conversation with the congressman here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Congressman French Hill from District 2, he joins us every Wednesday talk about What's the big stories in the news politically today? Of course, the big story is the RNC. Let's talk about what the president wants to do in the future. And uh, we're going to get a, get some speeches on that later on the week, some of it, uh, like our end our reliance on China. Uh, our uh, junior senator from Arkansas, Tom Cotton, is going to give a speech on Thursday, I think just before the president. Uh, gives his accept, acceptance speech about how Biden has, uh, you know, taken a knee to the Chinese. Uh, we'll talk about uh, that with uh, the congressman here in just a moment. 19 minutes after 7, don't forget about PI Roofing. They're ready to fix your roof. I mean, that's what they do. That's what they do best. Now, there's other things that they do. Uh, they can supply you with windows. Uh, they can put some siding on your home. They can they can do it all to make your home uh, the home that you want. But their number one uh, professional expertise uh, is your roof. And your roof is the last defense against the elements. And let me tell you what, you got a leak in your roof right now? You're going to wish you didn't. Uh, starting tomorrow, when we have two and a half to four inches of rain pouring down on it, uh, you're going to have more water in your house. You need to stop that because that leak is not just uh, causing a problem uh, with your roof. It's getting through those shingles that felt in that wood on top and getting into the infrastructure of your house and attacking it. Uh, it's attacking drywall. It's attacking insulation. It's causing mold. You need to get it fixed, and the best company to fix it is PI Roofing. Call them, 707-3551, 707-3551, or visit them online, piroofing.com. They're the roofing company I use and a lot of other people I know use because they're the best. That's P.I. Roofing. Back with you, Dave Ellswick Show in the morning. We'll have more traffic, weather, and uh, a lot of other things as we continue on here on the show. We got uh, Rush coming up at the bottom of the hour. But right now we got uh, the congressman from District 2, French Hill, on with us. Uh, now the, the RNC is slowly picking up on, ta- not slowly, but I'm, what I mean is they 
they had this first day, which was, I'm proud to be an American, basically. I mean, the whole show was, you know, that song, so to speak. Then last night, we started hearing from the people all across America uh, that are Republicans and talking about the issues that are facing uh, our country. And one of the issues that will be really come into the crosshairs is on Thursday when we start talking about ending our reliance on China and uh, the speech that's going to be delivered on that is going to come from the junior senator of uh, Arkansas, and that is Tom Cotton. And Tom Cotton is the man to talk about this. He's been talking about the problems with China for some time. Uh, some time. Uh, let me just read a couple of things the president says he wants to do. Bring back one million manufacturing jobs. Uh, allow 100 percent expensing deductions for essential industries like pharmaceuticals and robotics who bring back their manufacturing to the U.S. No federal contracts for companies who outsource to China. Just those three things, and there's, there's about uh, nine of them here, are going to be put us into huge play with China. Well, Tom has been right to be warning of China's growing geopolitical threat, and I think it's one of the most important things that President Trump has done since he's been in office. I think President Trump uh, won perhaps because of his uh, strong border security and immigration and uh, economic promises. Uh, and, tra- and when I say economic promises, I include trade in that. But another thing that's come of that, and I think that's the major contribution that he's made in the first uh, his first term, has been resetting this 25-year trajectory of global, not American, but global relations with China. Yes. This has been... Um, we had a school of thought coming out of the in the 1990s after Tiananmen Square that by example and by leadership and by collaboration and by economic integration, we could persuade the Chinese Communist Party to join the family of nations and be a good actor. That's true. I think that was the strategy. Absolutely. And what we found, it's been completely rejected. Should people be condemned? You know, not necessarily. Uh, You know, it was a legitimate try. We saw it work in Europe. We saw it work in other places in Asia. Uh, We saw the Soviet Union fall. So there was optimism in the 1990s. And so I think it's after 25 years of trying, China has thumbed its nose every step of the way. And I rejected uh, this issue back in the 90s, uh, even when I was in business in Little Rock. I wrote a column about this saying that for China to successfully integrate, when they break the rules, they have to pay a price. And that's the part we never, never, never got right. They broke every trade arrangement. We let them in the World Trade Organization in 2001. They said they weren't going to uh, impede travel or engagement in the South China Sea. Uh, they didn't follow it. And so each instance along the way, and now it's moved into technology, it's moved into their predatory neo-colonial attitude with one belt, one road. And the United States is now, with President Trump's leadership, uniting the world on that original premise I had, which is China has to pay a price if they're not going to play by the rules. But it takes 
global leadership to pull that off because China is the largest creditor in the world. Don't forget that largest creditor in the world now and the second largest economy. You know, it's interesting about China. And you know what? There's always been libertarians will tell you if people can, uh, you know, uh, have uh, their champagne for their people and and lift their people out of poverty, then uh, they will uh, not only do that, but will embrace democracy as well. The Chinese said, no, we'll drink the champagne, and then we're going to take your industry and your freedom as well. Exactly. And no one is paying a higher price on this than the uh, Chinese people. Had the Chinese people prospered from 1984 until, say, 2014, pick a year, of course. China's GDP has grown. China's output per person has grown. But now China is being repressed internally by Xi Jinping. Repressed. And in religion, they thought freedom might come, too. Let's face it. They'd seen Hong Kong. They know what happens in Taiwan. Uh, And now, with the use of the Internet and the scoring techniques of the Chinese government, they are monitoring people's actions, their email, their traffic, their facial recognition, and they're now oppressing their people, shutting down any source of freedom of religion or freedom of speech or freedom of movement in China. All right. We're out of time, Congressman. What we're seeing in China internally is what we saw when Mao took over. That's what we're, we're seeing that all over again uh, in, in China. We'll talk about that in the near future. Enjoy the rest of the RNC. We'll talk to you next Wednesday here on Thanks, the Dave, Dave enjoyed Show. It. All, all right. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Congressman French Hill here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We got Rush coming your way. Let's uh, join him on 101.1 FM, The Answer.